I'm now recording, so oh. we can properly do our intro. Hey, yes. I'm Hydra. This is Venom, and welcome to oh, the so New Geno nice. podcast. Hello. Hello. Oh god, I'm getting all nervous on stage. <laughs> uh, for those who don't know, we are also live over on Twitch, so everybody on Twitch can say hello. Not that it will pop up on screen, but if I am reading chat at any point, that that's why. Um, but yeah, Venom, <laughs> would you would you like to introduce what we're doing in this next like? few episodes well what we thought to do because well we're huge um slipknot fans and slightly obsessed don't worry we have had an intervention soon um we have decided to go through each album like looking at it seeing what makes it unique you know we're starting with the most recent one which is we are not your kind and going back right down to iowa because iowa just hits differently um, Were we so not that's... doing self-titled? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't, we, we you can't to... do a Slipknot. You can't do like a, a Slipknot discography re- review without doing self-titled. Well, yeah, definitely. But I feel like we're going to have to finish with Iowa, you know? We have to. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to finish with the most brutal one. Exactly. Exactly. Um, unlike, unlike that concert last night. <laughs> 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 uh, so anyway, um, a common theme I find with Slipknot, like Slipknot albums, is the way that they start with this like shortened, I guess, more sample based kind of song. In, yeah, um, it's like it's like kind of eases you into it makes like tells you this is what you're going to be getting for this yeah absolutely with with insert coin it's very i want to say mysterious let's just take a listen to it Hmm. so already it's all it's already kind of Um, like ambient you um it's not coming through wait 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 maybe play again sorry yeah, no worries. So already yeah. from that first like five seconds, it's kind of ambient. Mm. It's probably oh, a definitely. shout for you to have it up on Spotify as well. <laughs> uh, yeah, quick. <laughs> now that is a good idea. Um, so that kind of, I think it's radio static. I'll turn it up on there. And then that really odd synth for whatever reason. And it's, in in my opinion, it's like a really classic Slipknot style, or no, not classic. It's more of a modern Slipknot style to have that synth and have it odd and like eerie, I guess. Yeah, that is definitely something prevalent throughout this entire thing. There's quite, I'll describe it as quite liminal of just a bit mysterious, a bit out there with what it is. And uh, and it, I really like that. I really like that as kind of the direction Slipknot it appears to be going. It oh, really yeah. kind of suits their sound. Like, so, and also just like being able to slow down, like build up tension. It's not all just bam, bam, bam. It's also just a slows down, creeps in a little bit. Absolutely, absolutely. I feel like in in most cases of Slipknot intros, that's always it. It's always slowed down. It brings up the pace. It gives you a sample of what's happening with the album. Like, um... 
like the the start of self-titled sorry to go back a hell of a way like 30 years or something but <laughs> um the start of self-titled it's that that one sample of the whole thing makes me sick which then leads into sick yeah and so it's think... very sorry I think it's fine no you were saying something <laughs> continue it's like and yeah there's just something very classic to Slipknot I always really enjoyed that sort of thing especially with self-titled as well yeah absolutely it's not it's not something that a lot of artists do like I feel as if yeah maybe it's a classic metal thing to do but not everyone does it you know what I mean yeah definitely and especially as it's kind of it's been pretty consistent correct me if i'm wrong but I've, most al- most albums have done that even if yeah. it has fallen out of fashion to do it it's just part of their brand now yeah absolutely i wouldn't say part of the brand specifically but it's kind of just in their nature i guess to have that mm. at the start of every album yeah definitely yeah so then, going towards the end of Insert Coin, again, just that radio static, which is rising in pitch, and then leads very nicely into Unsainted. Which, if you want to go have have a listen to the end of that, to the end of um, Insert Coin, and then we shall have a chat about Unsainted. Yeah. Which I feel... Insert the end of insert coin. Um, yes, it does rise nicely. It's like a really small riser kind of feel, like you would get in like classic classic hip hop or something. But they've made it work in their sort of in in their own sort of way. Yeah, I mean it's very like I think that's a really good comparison to make with like hip hop. It's just like because I guess quite a lot of people would be listening to hip hop hip-hop recently all that sort of sound of just a bit more poppy to have it in this context even if it isn't directly like tense or anything it does feel tense because of the the context that is put in oh yeah absolutely again it's really effective really really effective so then unsainted to start off has a stupidly long intro Hmm. It's yeah. what how long is the intro? Let's just have a a gander. So it's a minute long before the actual beat kicks in. Mm. I think I mean it is long, yeah, but I really like it. I really like how it sounds. I really like how it feels with like, like orchestral vocals in the background as well. It feels very ambient. Yeah, the choir kind of thing. So if we have a listen to it. Uh, sorry, give me a second. Okay, sorry, I return. Um... <laughs> So if we have a lesson to it, um, obviously you have that like synth with very weird effects and some sort of attack and then that, that saw wave. 
which mm. I'm going to say, Craig Jones, well played to you, sir. You can invent some very good synths. Most definitely, yeah. I love that. I really like it. And I, and I think they've really emphasised that in this album, and I love it. I really love that sort of direction. I think it's very... It's just very distinguishing. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's really it really establishes their style for the future doesn't it that kind of mm. more modern not even prog metal it's like still their style of classic new metal but modernized i guess in the way that yeah. for example lincoln park did it or in the way that i'm just trying to think of new metal bands now bands like um <laughs> i guess asking alexandria have done it and to Shikari. Yeah, I re- I'm really looking forward to seeing where they take it with future albums. Like, oh, I mean, I especially with really... the new album. With Chapel Town Rag, what we got from that, it's hyped me for the new album, especially. Yeah, definitely. Because uh, it sounds like they're really leaning into that. And I think that's very good. I think that's really good. I think if they didn't lean into it, it would actually... It would hurt the music. But they thought, you know what? We are going to go full on on that. It's still going to be heavy. It's still going to be our sounds, but it's going to be a modern twist on it. And it's awesome. I'm really liking the direction they're going with this. Absolutely. I mean, given that most of the members, well, what are six of them, I think, are about above 40. Six mm. of the nine are above 40. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And then you got Tortilla Man, Jay Weinberg, and uh, a bassist guy whose name I cannot pronounce to save my life. Bassist um, guy, yeah. Who are like 30, 35, I think. It's. Back they're, that, yeah. they're, they're not a young band. No, definitely not. Yeah. So you, you've got to give them. You've got to give them props for still managing to keep this creativity going. Yeah, definitely. And especially of, like, them not being scared to try out new things and experiment with that instead of just, like, sticking to what they've got and then eventually it just getting exhausting and boring. But they're not afraid to go with what's what's happening right now, put it in their own music, and, like you said, just be creative with it, which is Absolutely. awesome. It's it's very well done. So let's go ahead and skip to that minute mark of when the beat just drops. That first that first beat of the actual like that first hit of the actual um, song is exactly on the minute mark, which is very cool. Um, I I don't know why they did that. I I'm sure there's a reason. But <laughs> some deeply philosophical reason that we have no way of knowing. <laughs> no, I think it's just because they're old, and when they play it live, it just gives them time to exist. <laughs> <laughs> to interpretations, yeah. <laughs> have a caramel tea, yeah. And once again, it's that that classic Slipknot style of a complex yet still simple riff. Definitely. And I challenge anyone who listens to that song, do not headbang. 
it will too late. be impossible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> it is... Oh, it, I love... It, this song especially is evident of this. It's like, it can just feel your body. You can feel it through you. It doesn't even feel like you're listening to anything. It just feels like you're in another realm. And they, when Stipnot is right, it feels like an other world. Oh, definitely. And, and that's what I love about it. Like, that is prevalent throughout their entire history. But it's really been... Even, like, with them changing directions of what they were wanting to do with the more modern stuff, but still keeping to their roots as well. It's really awesome that they've still got that. I mean... Which is... Yeah, you listen to this drum beat. It's very, very new metal and very, I'm going to say it, Joey Jordison like, despite it not being Joey mm. Jordison, rest in peace. But, yeah. Jane Weinberg, as, as great a drummer as he is, I'm going to say this will never be able to replace Joey. Most definitely. I mean, Joey was just something else. Not even just in Slipknot. In, and not even metal drumming. Just in drumming, he was something else. And I don't I think, think he ever can be. Like a lot of. I think he inspi- inspired a lot of like current drummers and a lot of metal drummers mm. specifically. In yeah. in the way that he plays, in the way that I guess he his attitude to things were. Um, mm. I don't know I've, uh, he's just a good, uh, great drummer yeah rest in peace he was brilliant yeah we uh, we do miss you that's very sad it's we gotta move on we gotta yeah we gotta, we gotta do it <laughs> oh I don't wanna get this heavy this early but <laughs> it is I mean yeah. it's not we're already heavy um <laughs> Oh yeah, thank you, thank you. <laughs> so, uh, unsaved the world. That just double bass repeat. It's very, very classic metal to just keep those eighths going on the two bass drums, which yeah, in my person, in my personal opinion, yes, one bass drum looks more classic. Just put a double pedal on it, but. I feel with the style of Slimknot and, and the stylistic choices, having two looks looks a, a lot better. Yeah, I think it's just so much more impactful when there's two, especially just it has so much more presence, especially if it's a bigger kit. Having two really just makes it feel bigger, more present. Yeah, no, Even definitely. If it doesn't change much sound wise. I think no, because listening, it sounds mostly like his, he has his two bass drums tuned maybe to the same thing, which mm. could be done through triggers. It could be done through just very good techs. Yeah. Um. But whatever they do, it's it, it's great. Yeah, definitely. Whatever they're like, whatever they're doing, keep it up because. I'm liking it. <laughs> yeah. No, definitely. Especially for the new album. And um, when we go to listen to the Grey chapter, which I realised is about Paul Grey. Um, <laughs> that is going to in... be a that's gonna be a fun episode to record, yeah. <laughs> oh, are we not doing it all in one episode? But okay. 
Well, I mean, it probably will need multiple. <laughs> no, that's true. Okay. Um, in which case, yeah, when we get to the grey chapters, which will have to be next episode, um, but I do want to do Chapel Town Rag and All Out Life in this, this episode as well. Um, yeah. So, or I was thinking we could just, uh, we really should have planned this before, we could just take the best and worst song from, from the album, play it, analyse it, give our opinions on it. Yeah, I mean, we could do whatever. Let... I mean, let's just continue. Let's, yeah, let's continue. <laughs> just this just, just one song, um, and then we shall do that. Um, so, Untainted, that classic eighth notes. And then that sort of snare roll, sort of being around the kit as well. Duh, 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 duh. I can't really like, describe it very well. But the way that he plays it with his high tuned snare, also brilliant. Yeah. Very again, very Joey Jordison ish. Yeah, just having the snare have a lot of bites that can really cut through the mix. It can, it can on like it can be done where if the snare if the snare isn't like that, it can be easily lost. It just feels like this <sighs> snare is so important to a sound. Like it needs to be able to, you need to be able to hear it and. It's definitely done like this in like Joey style, having it really bite through it. I mean, in any genre, not just metal, e- even just the snare is a massive, massive contributor. Because you look at, for example, what we were watching last night. Um, for those that don't, uh, but well, for anyone really, we were a Beatles tribute band last night, and you listen yeah. to how that snare was in the beginning, which was like really wet and disgusting sounding to how it sounded at the end really tight and and again cutting through the mix as you said it it makes all the difference it does and it makes it actually bearable i guess is the right word for it and it makes it (laughs) error appropriate I, i i guess you could say yeah yeah definitely and even like if you look at something as far away as metal as possible like jazz having the snare right there as well is really important like even if it's like a gentle sound or more harsh i don't really know jazz that well but when i listen to it <laughs> surprise surprise i don't listen to a lot of jazz but if i ever do just for a reason yeah. the snare really does glue everything together in terms of like sloppier sounds of whatever else just kind of that neatness of a snare i feel really like that's the case with most with most genres really Definitely, i mean from yeah. from jazz to gent to fucking i don't know pop pop punk yeah. um <laughs> I, I mean it's it's a powerful part of the kit yeah and if I'm being honest, that is why, like, that's part of the reason that modern pop really doesn't appeal to me. Because it's like the entire, like, most of it is a drum machine. And the snare is not a prevalent part of that drum machine. Yeah. And it absolutely. just sounds empty. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you look at, like, 808 kits and the way that they sound, even their snares, like, actually sound all right. But then you come to yeah. pop and nothing. 
I hear and feel nothing. Yeah. I listen to it and then it feels... Look, what happens is I listen to it, then it's over. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I feel like a lot of drumming is, is about feel. Definitely, definitely. Like, going back to, like, jazz and blue things, it's like a lot of it is feel. And with Ringo, a lot of that was feel as well. And that is quite a lot of the reason I love Joey. Even though he's hard hitting, he's fast, he has still got phenomenal feel. Yeah, no, I agree. I 100% agree. You get to the chorus parts of, of, like, older Slipknot songs, for example, Dead Memories, that's the first one I thought of. Um, And it's... It just hits really well. In the way that he plays, it, it just hits really well. As well as it going in with the rest of the mix with Mick and Jim on on guitars and, and uh, Paul Graham bass, again, rest in peace. Um, yep. Like, all of it just goes in really well in a mix, as well as Corey's vocals on top of it. Yeah. And Corey's vocals, they do need to be addressed, because... Like, especially with this album, he he can go hard-hitting, but also really mournful than he wants to. And that really, again, that is prevalent through everything, but I think he is, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like he's more quick to do it in this album. Like, oh, no, I, I agree. Yeah, he's very... I just, I just love the way his voice sounds. I think it's so integral to Slipknot's feel having those vocals there I mean again going back to to We Are Not Your Kind like, not we are, wrong album uh, All Hope Is Gone <laughs> mm. listening to, to a song such as Snuff you realise oh. how yeah. impactful Corey's vocals can be because yeah. a lot of people just assume that metal is all shouty, shouty vocals. Big, big shouty man. And um, <laughs> <laughs> you, and you listen to songs such as Snuff, such as um, The Devil and I, even in the verse of Devil and I, and you realise, no, it's not just that. It can be very impactful. It can be... Um, not diminishing. Diminishing is not the word. But it can be mournful, as you said. Yeah. I mean, it's sorry. No, it's fine. Like, I think that is a great point to make. Like, if anyone says all metal was the same, just screaming, distorted guitars, show them Slipknot, and like their point is immediately just completely ruined because it, like, like you said, they are so mournful when they want to be like snuff like like the um verses of devil and i and it's just oh, it's beautiful genuinely beautiful when it happens yeah i 100 percent agree with you and um another thing i just want to do want to say you got to give a massive shout out to to sean crohan for mm. um mm. the way that he gets those notes out of out of that keg i watched um a little like documentary thing and um jim root said that he knows that sean crahan knows like 
the exact place to hit a beer keg to get a specific note. Whether that's a perfect pitch, thing, well played to you, sir. Um, but uh, it's just impressive. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to make quite a, <laughs> a snobbish comparison here, but John Constable, he always had a tiniest splash of red in a painting, and that brought it to life. And I feel like it's the same here. It's like, if those like, cake shots weren't here, it would still be fantastic, yeah, but it would just feel slightly less. Yeah, it's, no, absolutely. It makes it slightly brighter. Yeah. And with that percussion as well, you, you, it's very quiet in the mix, but it's it's there. And, and you can't distinguish it, but once again, it's there. And it makes it it makes it more full and it makes especially the drum kit sounds uh, I don't want to say better but a lot louder in the mix I guess yeah yeah definitely it's like a bit of seasoning so moving on to the chorus where is it here where is it there we go So what I can hear in the chorus there is octave one side, riff the other. Mm. I, well, nobody will ever know which way around it is and who's playing which guitar. But there yeah. we go. That's just how that is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's... <clears throat> sorry. No, you go for it. Go for it. It's very good how he makes that. And um, again, going back to vocals, Corey's vocals, I- impactful, mournful, once again, not mournful, mournful is wrong, uh, I- impactful mainly, and again, in a good place here, I think. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, definitely. It's def- it's never, it never feels out of place. It always knows where to, where to go slightly, I guess, it's not the word, but slightly more mournful and slightly harder hitting in other places. Never does feel like, oh, maybe you should have done that. I mean, maybe in very slight occasions, but it's never like a ruiner, I don't think. No. I think with with Slipknot, I think they've been in the in the industry for so many years that it's hard to it's hard to ruin their style. Definitely, definitely. I think it's it's hard to. I think they've got the grip of what they do, and they've got the grip of of how how to do things, where to put certain things in a song, and and the perfect structure of it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's very. It, I mean, fundamentally, it's just beautiful that they can so they can do it so well. I think you are right, it's because they've been doing it for so long that they're just masters at it at this point. Absolutely. So, moving on with the chorus. That, again, the drumming's phenomenal. I think... Yes. Again, Jay Weinberg will never replace Joey, but he can bloody well get up to the level of Joey. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, it's, it's, it, it can't be argued that he's not a good drummer because he is fantastic. I think he won 
Did he won a Drumio prize this um, he did, last year. Last year. Yeah. I can't remember what it was, but. And Still, his, he's fantastic. And his dad as well. Incredible drummer. Yeah. And that's obviously where he gets from. Max Max Weinberg. Um incredible, incredible drummer. He's a his dad's a jazz drummer. And um really? Yeah, Max Weinberg is a jazz drummer. Um and has has played for a long, long time. Um which, which obviously is where Jay gets his style from. Yeah. Does make a lot of sense because um, I've seen I've seen him just like practicing before. I think it was just on a passing video, and he was very yeah like like Joey's got a fantastic feel and a very he can have a very soft gentle tone if he wants to, and it must be from that then. Never realized Absolutely, that, huh? yeah. I mean, interesting. As far as I know, he started out in like when he was eight or nine. Playing, playing Slipknot songs in his basement on his dad's drum kit. Wow, that ex- I mean that explains why he's so good not to replace Joey, but to stand where he stood. If he's just got that, quite literally in his shoes. In literally, yeah, and yeah, I think in that respect he is fantastic for Slipknot. Absolutely, yeah. And um, with with the audition, they literally just sat and played played through songs that he that he remembered, that that they chose that he remembered, and it's it's a hell of a thing to be able to one write these new songs, but two, when you're live, still be able to play these old classics like, for example, Sick or Eyeless or. Uh, fuck it, pe- people equal shit. Yeah. It's it's a hell of a skill. Definitely, definitely. And like like you said, like not to appropriate his sounds, almost to like be a memorial of it in some regards, I guess. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. It's, it's, it's a hell of a thing to fill and no one will ever be able to replace it. Again, they can lemon will try. Yeah. Just trying to think what is So chorus is chorus, yes. And that fill, um, going into the um going back into the verse between all the instruments, amazing because it's da 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 it's those last hits are all on on the same note i think whether they oops whether they wrote the drums first or whether they wrote the guitars first i don't think it'll ever actually matter with this song especially with how how that sounds it just honestly in my opinion sounds like it's perfect yeah definitely definitely Either way, it sounds like they're writing to incorporate every instrument, not just like start of a guitar and then they awkwardly shoehorn in drums. If they did start with guitar, it sounds like they're playing guitar, being mindful of what the drums can do, how it adds to it, how it emphasise it, being one concise package. Oh uh, no, absolutely. And um, I hate to do this, but I'm going to break to Metallica, 
uh ironically because i'm wearing a metallica shirt but um it's a very them uh, a very metallica thing to do when recording uh the black album when they were writing master of puppets no, no wrong out of what hello brain when they were writing into sandman there we go um <laughs> this went for a long one just went for a long song <laughs> i mean they're both long every metallica song is pretty long um yeah but when they were writing into sandman um i remember watching a video and um they wrote they wrote guitar thinking about lars they wrote bass thinking about the guitar and lars which was in the era of whoever the fuck it was. It wasn't Robert. Who was the bassist? Was it Cliff? Uh, was it Cliff Burton? I think it was. We will never know. Um, <laughs> just trying to think. We really need to hurry this up because we're already like a half an hour in. <laughs> and we haven't even got to the end of one song. Um, <laughs> so. That's uh, so. The verse is much the same. Where's the breakdown? Here. It's, again, I'm going to say it, very slim Yeah. It, it, That's, it's so good. It's the style that they have learned to do, I guess in the many years that they've been in the industry and um the breakdown is is good because you start off with this this low i think it's a b-string bend which if i have my guitar i could play but (laughs) Don't and it's in drop C currently. Um And then you have, I think, Jim. So the initial the the bending, I think initially is Mick. And then you have Jim Root come in with this really powerful third over it. To make it sound full, to yeah. make it sound right, and it's it's really powerful. And then later in the breakdown, obviously we go to this we go to this diss, and then I think it's like a, a fifth or a sixth over over that initial B, which yes, still sounds right, but it sounds dissonant as anything. And I know a lot of people don't really agree with dissonance. We go back to what happened on TikTok a long time ago. Um, oh God, yeah. <laughs> If you remember that, I think I showed you. Um, yeah, I remember that. With, with the world caves in and dissonance, it really doesn't mix, by the way. Uh, um, that girl actually took down her TikTok account, which is sad. Um, really? Yeah. It's a shame. But um, it, the dissonance, I think, in this in this case is 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 nice, and it kind of brings back to the classic classic metalcore or, or modern metalcore yeah there's one thing distance does is it makes it it gives tension 
And in the wrong context, it doesn't work right. But I think this is a perfect context for it. I think it really emphasises what they're trying to go for, especially with this song in particular. It's very... It feels very tense. It feels a bit anonymous. What am I thinking of the words? Um, Ominous? Like, yeah. Okay. It's my brain isn't functioning right now. <laughs> but it I mean, really... no, it was mine. I thought Monster Puppets was into Sandman, but like, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, but I think I think it works really well in this context. Absolutely. No, I one hundred percent agree. Yeah. Oh, what is my Discord just done? Uh, hello. <laughs> that was uh, that was strange. That was just my OBS being weird. Um, all right. So I'm just going to continue to listen. And that. Again, those those synths and those samples with the little, uh, what sounds like a scream. You've got to give yeah. massive props to Craig Jones. Yes, he's definitely. The man is a creative genius. Yeah. Oh, God. he is fantastic at this, creating that sort of aura. Oh yeah, absolutely. There we go, that sort of, I think it's a fifth or a sixth over that, that, um, that B-sharp. Very, I mean, mm. interesting creative choices, but it, I don't know about you, but I feel like it works. B-sharp B is oh. just a C. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, continue. <laughs> so what was that? I was, uh, yeah, I 100% agree with you. I think it works phenomenally in this context, and... I, again, like it just shows like the creative direction they are going with Slipknot. And they, I just really love that they're not just trying to stick to the same thing and then eventually just bail out the band and kind of not buy out what's happened to numerous bands in the past, being afraid to try out new things and more modern things. And it's great to see Slipknot is doing this, just to widen out their branches a little bit, make it a bit more impactful and i think it works phenomenal really well <laughs> yeah normally really <laughs> you know i definitely agree like a lot of modern metal bands have tried to uh, try to appropriate and and become more modern which yeah. sometimes doesn't work sometimes does but in this case i feel like it has and you look at bands like Architects and their new album, For Those Who Wish to Exist, episode coming soon, um, <laughs> which we haven't discussed at all, but we will definitely do it because I like that band. Um, up for that, definitely up for that. You listen to that and they've gone from this really heavy gent style to this more tame, I guess, just modern emo metalcore style. Not emo, not definitely not emo, but just regular metalcore style. Mm. They've gone from using sevens to six strings. 
which feels wrong yeah. for architects, but yeah. <laughs> Slightly sacrilegious, but we get past it. I mean, they're not con, they can they can get over it. Yeah. If, if Korn started, started using that. a six string, that would be wrong. Planes just fall out the sky. <laughs> like just like the entire world would just go slightly off. I would just stop yeah. listening to Korn. Or <laughs> <laughs> <All> that. <laughs> I would stop giving them money because I know Korn are the six string wrong. Yeah. You hear that, Korn? Bella not. You use a six string, I swear to fuck. <laughs> Put it down. Put it down. Put the Stratocaster down. Nobody wants that shit. Seven Put string the... only. Put the Les Paul down. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um <laughs> Moving on from threatening corn. I do not apologize. Never apologize. Oh, that dissonance. Ah, so nice. And then we go into this cool post breakdown, like blast beat, almost. Um, well, yeah, no, it's just a post-breakdown section with these blast beats and, and whatever is going on with this tapping at the octave. And it's it's so messy, yet so nice, if you know what I mean. Yeah. It's... I feel yeah, like I it just works. Definitely, definitely. It really does come together for something better, even though it is slightly, like you said, a bit messy. I, I really like it. I think it really does work. Abs- no, absolutely, I agree with that. Yeah. And then we have these almost like talk streaming vocals from from Corey. You killed the saints in me. The da 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 me. You killed the saints in me, and then it hits, and it's just. So you go from this mess to this so structured and nice sounding piece of music and it just sounds amazing. Yeah. I don't know if you get this, but I can really feel it in like my gut and stomach when it gets to that bit. Like it was it's like like building up and it's just oh, it just hits so well. I feel maybe as if it makes you want to mosh, maybe. <laughs> Slightly, yeah. So <Suck> fit. <laughs> You've killed the Satan That those isolated just by themselves vocals with that little bit of ambience with the reverb. Heavenly. Yeah. Uh, very slipknot thing, but oh, most definitely, yeah. And that's where you can really hear their sound come through with that. And it feels like everything was just building up, building up, coming together to then just end of this. This is all feels like it's coming together, and it's it's it great. That specific isolated vocal bit, it's a release. Mm. It is a big, big release. Help the Satan man! 
so nice. And then again with this chorus too. If you listen carefully, you got those that that choir in the background. And it makes it feel so big and ambient. And oh, absolutely. Yeah. Excellent. It's very well done. I don't think we can really analyze this song anymore. Uh, <laughs> it only took so us like 45, 50 minutes. So. <laughs> what I am going to say is just to save our time, let's finish this song and then we shall take our opinion, best and worst songs, uh, have a listen to it, and then... Uh, I want to have a look at Chapel Town Rag with you, and we shall analyse it. Awesome, let's do it. So, let's let this play out. That it's not a bridge; it's like a a B section almost, but it just sounds nice. The it's that same riff with this little octave wah pedal bit over it. Very the octave wah pedal, very Jim Root. But Mick, on the other hand, with his little Jackson, the the the, the snow was it the snowtrooper he calls it? Uh, Stormtrooper, something, something along those lines. I'll look it up. Keep keep talking whilst I look this up. <laughs> um, it's, make sure to drink orange juice. It's good for your five a day, but don't don't get too processed stuff. Otherwise, it's bad for your health. Everything in moderation. He, it is the stormtrooper he calls it. Is it? Yeah. And it does look nice. That 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 black, the white Jackson black EMG pickups, which I think, by the way, Jim and Mick run the same pickups. The only tonal really? difference they have is in the wood. Ah, yeah, yes, wood makes a difference to tone. Um. <laughs> Guys, definite proof. Come on, look at it. <laughs> um, I think it's just the different rigs that they have as well. Because I think. Jim Rin runs orange, orange amps, and uh, Mick runs. I actually don't know what Mick runs. Which that is, would explain it. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, I think it's like the the the, the different um, different rigs they run, and just how it is really. <laughs> Well, we can say that's a hell of an ending, but yeah. With that, I'm going to say those three hits with the vocals and the entire band with the drums, incredible, and and it does make a great effect. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I don't really have anything else to say about it. If if you have anything, because I'm. <laughs> Um, I've got nothing more to say, really. I think it's a I mean, fair showcase, enough. showcase of how fantastic Golden Slipknot is. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, in which case, then, can I ask for your favourite song from We Are Not Your Kind? Okay. I feel like mine is a bit of a strange one. It's Spiders. Interesting. Okay. Shall we have a quick listen to it? Let's do it. I mean, already, 
it just that it piano just and the bass. It does absolutely. It feels yeah. like it should be in a horror game. Exactly like that. Yeah, I've, I mean, other reason I really like it is it just it just it feels like or like it's a drama technique, right? Where it's do have tension. I don't know if this is an actual thing or just a thing my teacher does, but it's is there a bomb in a room? It is a bomb in a room and the bomb's about to go off. Like it feels like that feeling of is there a bomb in the room? Of like you feel tense, you feel nervous, but you also feel uncertain and like and almost like you're going insane, like there's something going after you, there's something swirling you. But it's, it's something you can't put your finger on, and I love that feeling. And um, I think it's done excellently yeah, no. in the song. Absolutely. Um, I mean, just having a scrub through it, it's a lot of that opening sample. This is very Cornish, this solo. Um, it's... It, I, I see what you mean with the tension. It it just work. I feel like it just works. Yeah. In in the context, I feel like it it. I don't know. I just feel like it's it, it's good and how how it builds builds that tension with that little piano sample. The ding. I can't even play it. I probably try play it on the piano behind me. <laughs> but that's a terrible okay. idea. <laughs> Go for it if you want. May as well. <laughs> I have to. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I really like the use of the piano. I think it was a really cool idea to just emphasise something mysterious and just think contextually it works fantastic. Oh, yeah, no, definitely. It's being achieved for it. Yeah, and it's, yeah, that's why it's like one of my favourites. It's probably a weirder choice. It's one of their more, um, process songs i'd say in this album which like usually isn't my forte but i've i just i just really loved how this made me feel and at the end of the day that's why i love slipknot because they just make me feel things i mean fair enough um in which case can i ask your worst your your least favorite song from the album oh, this is this is a really difficult one because I, there's no, me personally, I don't think there's one song that is just bad. I think there's not one that's bad, but I think probably Death Because of Death is just one I'm least likely to choose listening to, I guess, which is just my criteria of choosing it, because there's no, there's not one I dislike. It's just, I always forget it's there, and it's just, but, oh, okay, I'll just listen to it until I get to the next song. That's kind of how I see that song, but it's definitely not a bad song. I mean, absolutely no, I I agree. Um, yeah, no, I don't really have much to say about it. <laughs> yeah, should we give it? Should we give it a listen just to? Yeah, why not? Let's. Yeah. Already, it's very eight bit. Yeah, it feels like it would be in in Undertale or something. Yeah, it definitely. I feel like 
it's the type of song they would put in there. Um, like, like for 15 minute long Iowa. Or... Yeah. Something they would put in there. Um, just to make, make a gap between... Just to make a gap between something to do whilst they were live, so they can they can change guitars whilst they're touring or whatever. Because yep. um, a lot of bands do that when they're touring new albums, they'll put something in the album that makes them able to change change guitars, tune up, etc. Yeah, and for that purpose, it works great. You know, like and it's, it's it feels a bit unfair because it feels like. If you go to a Mission Star restaurant and immediately go to like a four star one, Oops. it's 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 gonna it's gonna feel worse, but it's still gonna be fantastic, you know. Oh, absolutely. It, and it's yeah, this <laughs> doesn't do it for me like the best of it does, but right. either way, I think it still good in its own right. I mean, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. So. I'm going to go ahead and do this now. My my favourite from this album is, in fact, Nero Forte. Which means something. I don't know what, but it means something. Let's look it up. <laughs> I am actually looking this up. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't have a translation. Oh. Uh... It, it's got to mean something in Latin. Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> Detect language. Near. It, in Italian, it means strong black. Oh. Which, I mean, cheery, but like... <laughs> Come on, guys. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, no, my favourite... Nero Forte, because in my opinion, it goes straight into this heavy and kind of stays heavy throughout the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, it's, I think it really gets to back to the roots of Slipknot. A song. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a lot of people I know don't like metal. It doesn't really have a dynamic, and it doesn't it doesn't change at all. But I like it to stay heavy i like it because i used to be in um in a deathcore band right B yeah. big shout out to them apart by the way apart from the basis the basis is a dick uh <laughs> shots <laughs> <Don't> fired <laughs> this track when <laughs> <laughs> um but anyway yeah no i was in a deathcore deathcore band for a while which i'm gonna show you after after we're done here um and we recorded a lot of uh, a lot of stuff and it mostly just stayed heavy most of the time which is how i like it yeah definitely i think that is love like you said a lot of people who don't listen to metal don't like that that's kind of why people who do listen to metal like it you know it just feels it doesn't feel like you're skirting around what it is it's just like you know, we're going to be heavy, we're going to be this, we're going to say what we want to say. And I swear I'll go away. <laughs> it, it gives me the feeling of we're here, we're loud, we're heavy. Yeah. 
it's yeah. that's what i like i mean it'd be a good song to open with if they didn't open with something like um if they don't didn't open with people equal shit or surfacing which by the way both very good songs and we will get to them at some point um Definitely. uh but yeah no i very good song very good song um least favorite i don't really have a least favorite it's uh, it's all, all a good album but um if i had to choose one it would probably be death because of death <laughs> yeah I mean, pretty much the same reason as yours. It's kind of just there. It's kind of just an interlude. It's yeah. It's nothing interesting, really. Yeah, at the core of it, yeah. I, it, like now you say that, it does just feel like a song that is hasn't got like a creative purpose per se, but just a just one for um for tuning up and touring. Even then, huh. it's still still it's not like bad it's just just there it's just kind of there and it doesn't it's not that it's bad it just doesn't feel necessary really to me yeah if they were to take it out i wouldn't be mad oh no no me with a lot of corn songs um (laughs) (laughs) so shall we have ourselves a little look at chapel town rag and Let's the other go. one, and 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 um, what was the other single I wanted to look at? <laughs> it was All Our uh, Life, yes, which was released. So we have Chapel Time Rag from 2021 and All Our Life from 2018. Um, which one would you like to have a look at first? Um, should we start with Chapel Time Rag to keep up the theme of going nearest to oldest? Oh, yeah, okay. So, Chapel Town Rag. Can I have, when you listen to it, your first opinions of it? All right. I mean, like now, but like. Oh, right. <laughs> when the first time um, you listen to it, what it what what were your reactions? Okay. Um, I've I started listening to it. It it really did. Because I kind of listened to that before I listened to We Are Not Your Kind, just because I hadn't got around to listen to the entirety of it at that point. And I just thought it was very, very interesting. Not in like a bad way, but I think it was just very interesting in the direction they did with it. And I feel like they just like, do you know what? Full creative control, let's just do something unique. And I think in that sense, it's excellent. Yep, no, and I agree. that was kind of what how I felt. And then I feel like the intro was a bit, Odds, but then it got better and better and better, built up, and it really came together to something quite nice. That's kind of how I felt first time listening to it. Nice, I 100% agree. I was really the same way, and um, I found out uh, this sample that they're using at the beginning, this kind of DNB classic DNB sounding sample, is actually the same one they use for sick. Or no, not sick. Really? Eyeless. Really? Yeah. It, if you listen oh. to it, it's the same one. If you listen to them back to the back, they're the same one. So I think to ju- they still have the rights for it, which makes sense. Yeah, I'll have to I'll have to do that after this then, just to pair it. So let's uh, have a. It's it's bloody well interesting. 
the way that they've they've chosen for this direction to go, it's uh, Corey's vocals are little quiet talking vocals. It's I like it. I I like this style. Yeah, no, definitely. It, like going back to all of that, it's just like it's amazing that they can go in this direction, go quite odd with it, but still feel like Slipknot, still have that sound, still have that feeling. And I think that is quite a lot down to Corey's vocals again, so distinctive and got such good feeling. Oh, no, I I one hundred percent agree. Um. You know, I haven't really got anything to say about it. But um, I'm going to somewhat hurry this up because I'm running out of disk space as we speak because I really need some more. But <laughs> <laughs> I really need an entire drive dedicated to this. But yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> After, Effects, After Effects can just have its fun. Yeah, just leave it to it. It's... Where is it? Where is it hit? It's so interesting how it just hits and it's just there and it's a short intro. You go back to this this contrast of this long intro of of unsainted and and some of the longer intros in We Are Not Your Kind and then this when it just hits, it builds and then it hits. It's impactful as as anything in, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I really agree with you. It's very interesting the way they did that. And at that point in the song, it was really when I thought, it was like, yeah, do you know what? This is something. I like this. This is good. Just just slight build up, slightly odd. But it's also very interesting. Then, bam, into that. Yeah, no, no, no. I agree. Voice crack, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's. I feel like it's just nice in its own way and how it gets you hyped for the new album. It's especially it got me hyped for the new album. thousand percent. I'm really looking forward to the new album after listening to this. Whenever the hell they drop it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Let's... I don't, I don't mind waiting. It's, it's going to be great. I know it's going to be great. It's supposed to be this year at some point. Perfect. I'm going to um, go ahead and skip to a breakdown section. Or the chorus. Yeah. It's so that chorus section so nice in the way they've done it like it's a, a thrash metal song, for example. It sounds like it should be a thrash metal song. That's really interesting you point that out. I've never really thought about that, but you're very right. Yeah. In in the way that the drums are, and the way that the guitars just fit into it, and, and the riff that they're playing, and and the octaves, it just sounds like it should be a thrash metal song. Yeah, yeah, very interesting point. I've never thought about that, but very true. I mean, it kind of is a thrash metal song, but yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, we don't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> That's really interesting how they've used something that sounds like a um like a ninth or a, or a seventh um in harmonies. It just kind of fits, I guess. It doesn't feel like it could fit in the style normally because that's normally like a like a jazzy type thing. You'll get 
I'll go play like a C major seventh on my piano in a second, and you'll see it feels like it should be in jazz. Hmm. Yeah. I'll play it yeah. once we're done because I really can't be asked to get out right now. But <laughs> don't blame me. Yeah, I, I think that is what's really cool. Just like it, you can hear something like that and then implement it into this, and it works. It feels yeah. right and it's cool. A hundred percent. Creativity to the roof. Love it. Like I said, they are very, they are very creative men. All of yeah. them. A thousand percent. And that 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 soft scene vocals to just end that chorus with a scream. Amazing. Very 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 well done. Yeah, yeah. It really just it gives it gives like ears a break. It's like if you're going down, it's just like it's it's like giving her a little kiss before the rest of it. Yeah, no, definitely. But I'm going to go ahead and find us a breakdown section to have a listen to. Um, this may take a second. There's the build-up. Ooh, okay, okay. <laughs> so, this is actually only my second time listening to this song. Alright. And, oh my god. <laughs> wow. So that build-up is a hell of a thing. And then it yeah. just drops into this... Brutally... Brutal breakdown. Brutally brutal. Hmm. Brutally um, brutal. It just drops into this brutal breakdown, and it sounds the equivalent of a chef's kiss. Oh, definitely. I like that that stomach feeling I was talking about earlier. It's coming back now. Yeah, it's, no, it, definitely. It's, oh, it's brilliant. It's just amazing. I mean, like I say, creative as anything. So well played to Yeah, I think that song just kind of finishes much the same. So, All Out Life, 2018. 2018 Slipknot, they pretty much only just hired in um, uh, Tortilla Man. No, actually, that's wrong. I haven't even hired in Tortilla Man yet. Um, All right. It would have been four years since Jay Weinberg and um, Basis Guy joined. Basis Guy. I will learn his name for the next episode, I swear. <laughs> um, but... Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, it's if a... I'm, sorry. If I'm being honest, I've never listened to this. Never. Really? Yeah. Well, uh, for those over on my Twitch that have been here since the beginning, this is the song that I was playing at the beginning. So... That's, uh... The music video yeah. for it is... Interesting. Let's say that. <laughs> Knowing Slipknot, it could be a lot of different things. You know what? Should I get it up? Should I... Should I... Yeah, let's do that. Let's watch the music video instead. I'll do that. On Twitch, yes. <laughs> it's not like people on Spotify will be able to hear anything. Fair point. <laughs> you, YouTube, please don't take this down. 
YouTube, please. Okay. Um, let me change my screen on Discord. Uh, change window. Can you see that? Not yet. Can you now uh, see it? Um, cool. Can you hear it? You know, there's no sound yet. Uh, you can hear the stream replaying in the background as well. Oh. <laughs> Where is that coming from? Uh, okay. There we go. Problem solved. Yep. Okay. Cool. So, I mean, first off, a lot of gore. Thanks for that, Slipknot. <laughs> oh, wait, shit. My chat can't hear it. <laughs> Bollocks. Oh. Problem solved. I have your initial opinions on it. <laughs> um, music-wise, awesome. Video-wise, epic. <laughs> <laughs> they that actually use they um they put a tweet out the day before they went and recorded it um about they wanted people for it, which is pretty cool. That is cool. Like they the, like just the way it like music video-wise it just starts really strangely. I love that. Really love that. And um, music-wise, if I, if I if I may ask, I mean, music-wise, it same sort of thing. Like it feels, it feels really interesting and starts off quite ominous. Oh, am I saying that right? Ominous. There we go. Um, and <laughs> and just it's tense and oh, and it's just. It, yeah, it's hitting the spot for me. I really like this so far. Oh, just you wait then. In music-wise, yeah, no, it sounds amazing. This this complex start and then this this riff, which I again, if I have my guitar, I can play. Um, it just sounds. It just all glues together so well. And yeah. I feel I, I feel like it's just a classic Slipknot way, you know. Classic Slipknot, yeah, definitely. Again, opinions. I'm just going to keep asking you this because you've never listened to it slash watched this. Yeah. Wow. That was... Oh. I love that riff. It's like... It's such a fun riff. It's so fun. Yeah. That... Perfect word for it. It's so fun. Incredibly so. I have my... Do I have my pick? Oh, I have my pick. Hold up. Let me get my acoustic and then I'll just... That sound wrong on an acoustic, but there you go. Acoustic cover. I'm also going to be in drop D for it, but... 
keep keep talking. Just just keep talking. Um, uh, so, um, do you guys agree with deontology? Um. Okay, so it's like. It's so fun. It's so fun to play. I bet it is. Everything. I want to learn the bass for it. I just don't have a bass. Oh. I could, you could do it vicariously free me. <laughs> I, I, need, I just want to play your bass. Especially the yeah. grey one. Yeah. I don't think we've said that yet. I, bass recently. Oh, yeah. We were going to talk about that, but didn't. Um. Yeah. We could do it now if you want. Like, I got um, I got the Ibanez SR three hundred EB weathered black, which turns out is the exact model Paul Gray used, which is one of awesome. one. Yeah, it's one of one of yeah. It's a nice bass and it sounds incredible. Yeah. Just get the Paul Gray we, mask, I'm... then you'll then you'll be away. <laughs> one of the coolest masks, I think. Which in the beginning was a pig mask, but yeah, there you go. Was it? Yeah. Back in back in self titled days, he was a pig. Oh. I'll pull up the album after we're done. Um, yeah, yeah no. Uh, continuing with this. Again, just every time I pause, I'm just going to ask you to talk. <laughs> Again, classic Slipknot. Like that's all I can say. Really, it's just like it. Just classic Slipknot sound, incredible feel. It just yeah. works, and you can hear the keg in there. Once again, going back to this keg and Sean Graham managing to somehow get notes out of it. It's yeah, the poor keg. By the way, the poor beer <laughs> inside it. I don't think it has any beer inside it. Um. <laughs> Hot take. Ugh, voice crack. Sean, Sean at me. <laughs> Sean Crayhan on Twitter. Ayo hey, getting Sean Crayhan on the podcast when Kappa. It's next episode probably, yeah. <laughs> I mean you never know. I'll at him on Twitter. Um, hey, you know. uh... <laughs> hey, yo, I record a podcast, you wanna come on it? So, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally how I asked you. I was like, "Hey, do you want to start a podcast?" Anyway, um, here the chorus. It just again, um, it sounds so nice. Yeah, I love that progression on the guitar. It sounds awesome. It's kind of. So I that, think it's kind of just going up the octave. Sounds like it, yeah, and works phenomenally. Again, really great tone with it. Oh love no, a hundred percent. Yeah, it's very them, very them. Um, yeah. Shall we have a skip to the breakdown? Let's do it. Because the the verse is much the same. Give it a three, I'm gonna show. Give it. Yeah. Here. 
this build up. Which, by the way, when they play this live, is I'll rerun it just a little bit just for this full full build up. Is when they play this live, it's actually done on um, marching snares. Interesting. So, opinions on those marching stairs, do they fit? I think they do. I think they really, I think they add something to it. It, it really adds like a, like a connotation to industrialization and all that sort of sense of almost like a cultish sort of thing which could be reflected into a lot of things in society, especially at the time of it being recorded. I think it works really well for that. What happened in 2018? Well, just like, Trump here, wasn't it? Ah, yeah, no, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when we do this, when we, when he does this bit live, or when they, sorry, do this bit live, the crowd participation, the crowd participation is incredible. I bet it is. I mean, Slipknot crowds are already something else. Like, wow. It's absolutely incredible. It's just impressive. Honestly, I can't say anything else. It's just impressive. So, yeah, that's the breakdown. <laughs> yeah, I mean, do you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of Psych um, Psycho by Muse. Like, that sort of, well, tonally, anyway. Of like, like a, almost like a military sort of sense of just being a, like, being robotic, being emotionless. It actually well. Yeah, that. Yeah. Which also says wrong on the acoustic, but... <laughs> we are 100% going to do some episodes on Muse. <laughs> I mean, we have to. Be wrong not to. Try and get Matt Bellamy on the pod. <laughs> that shouldn't be too difficult. Yeah. He's a busy man, <laughs> considering they're writing yeah. a goddamn album at the moment. Ah, uh, they have time. But, you know, <laughs> for, for small podcasts internationally renowned I mean. <laughs> so yeah that's 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 the breakdown which i think goes into this post that will yeah. 
again, just those blast beats. I think that's with the post break now. That's a Jay Weinberg thing. I don't think Joey ever did that. Uh, I can't think of any moments that he did. Yeah. Nice. I think that's pretty much it. Back I train. think we're done. <laughs> oh, that was that, that was awesome. Right. I believe I've never listened to that before. If I'm being honest, I do have a couple things to show you afterwards. But anyway. Thank you for everyone that has been watching over on my Twitch. Twitch.tv forward slash Sarah Um For everyone that's on Spotify and YouTube, thank you all very much for listening. It is much appreciated. Um, yes. Do you have anything that you want to say, Venom? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, no. Thank you very much. Uh, I have been Hydra. Uh, this has been Venom, and thank you for listening to the, G- the new Gino. Thank you very much. See you next time. Yeah.